Welcome to another episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bite cast. Cast! Yeah! And joining me, of course, is my co-host, Jeff. How's it going, buddy? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Just, you know, doing another week of ByteCast stuff and then more stuff on our YouTube channel. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, if people are wondering... How long it was taking them so long to put out a video? It's, it's the editing time, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's <laughs> God. If if filming it isn't bad enough, it's the editing that takes longer. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's that. Yeah, it's the editing, and we're not exactly using fast computers <laughs> to edit our <laughs> our videos. So, uh, speak for yourself, pal. Don't mind my Win Seven gaming rig yeah look man you're you're running you a usb 2.0 computer okay we well, know there's it's not that, fast okay there's, there's we know it's too. not fast right? the, <laughs> it's fast enough for my purposes yeah. i'll leave it at that it works yeah. yeah so maybe one day one day if we have money we'll get yeah, a faster when, computer whenever that happens so we need uh, people to buy more uh more uh, uh floodlights for their house that's what we need to have, <laughs> yeah. have done hey, it's an inside joke ladies and gentlemen yeah guys, don't worry about don't it worry. yeah you'll you'll know more yeah if we uh, someday we'll tell you about it but we'll maybe st- we won't. we'll tell you about it but we'll see well in this episode we're going to talk about some new stories that came out this week and right. i am going to start first Je- unless no, jeff right. you have something no, no, you go right ahead, man. I've, I might might are very internet related, a little less techie, but more internet related stuff. So let's let's get to what you've got, and we'll go from there. Okay, so LastPass free tier will become a lot less useful next month. Yeah, tell me about it. As a right? LastPass free user, you know, free user right here. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, when I saw that email, I was like, what? <laughs> I know you showed the. I read the article too, and I'm just like. You've got to be kidding me. This is this is ridiculous. Why would they do something like that? Anyway, so go on. I, I'm, I'm going to read the article. So basically, this article is from The Verge, and it starts off like this. LastPass, which is a password management software that you can basically install on your computer or on your web browser to really keep track of your passwords and also do like autofill. Let's say you visit a website and you're like, oh, man, what's this password here? Well... If you have LastPass or something similar to that, it's basically going to allow you to access your passwords. It's, a, it's basically a vault. Right. <laughs> yeah. So hold hopefully your, I, hold your passwords and all your valuable stuff. Yeah. There we go. Stuff. I was trying to do that. I don't know why I can't explain it. Right. But I Jeff did it. <laughs> You're welcome. So LastPass <laughs> is adding new restrictions to its free subscription tier starting March 16th that will allow users to view and manage passwords on one category of devices, mobile or computer. Mobile users will be limited to iOS and Android phones, iPads, Android tablets, and smartwatches. Computer subscribers will be able to use their passwords from Windows, Mac OS, and Linux desktops and laptops. 
the LastPass browser extension, and window tablets. Users on LastPass free tier will be asked to pick between the two options the first time they log in after March 16th, and the company says they'll be able to switch between categories up to three times after they pick. Although customers are restricted to a single category of devices on the free tier, they'll be able to view and manage passwords from an unlimited number of devices within either the mobile or computer categories. So it's so ridiculous. I, don't, I, I, last, I totally don't get that. LastPass says there's no users. No users will be locked out of their accounts or lose access to their passwords as a result of the changes. As well as restricting its device types, LastPass is also changing the kinds of customer support free tiers users will be able to access. From May 17th, free users will lose access to email support. And the company announced LastPass is clearly hoping the new restrictions are enough to encourage people to upgrade to its premium or family tiers. LastPass premium starts at $3 a month, while family subscriptions cost $4 a month and includes licenses for up to six people. So everyone, you know, if you want to read more of this, you know, you could check out the article on The Verge, but The Verge is not the only one that's covering a bunch of other news outlets, tech outlets that are doing this. So, hi, I'm LastApp. I'd like to go ahead and shoot myself in the foot. Boom. I don't like the idea that, like, okay, you're going to choose one category of device, either yeah. computers or mobile devices. After that, like, you're going to use mobile only. I was like, well... Uh, like I wish like, okay, I understand them trying to limit it. That's fine as a free user, but how about maybe you could limit your to two devices? Well, that's, or, that's an option or, or I mean, I'm of course, you know, to get around this cause that's the way my brain works as, as dumb yeah. as this is install it on, on, on both a PC as well as your, um, as your mobile device or whatever. And then just, but use separate accounts for them. Yeah. But then you have two accounts to manage. Yeah. You know, but if it's all the same stuff, it's not really going to matter. You got one that's for your PC, which I mean, unless you have like multiple PCs, like a lot of PCs, you'd be sharing that around on. It's pretty much just some people do, like one. like like I do. Do you I have mean, like multiple like, PCs that you you that you'd be using LastPass on? Yeah, I've been doing that. Wow. So I well, then it, that would it, mean that one account would actually go for all of your PCs, and then you got another account for all of your mobile devices. Yeah. Hey, look at that! It's or, a pain in the butt. Here's this. Just switch to a different service. I found one called Bitwarden. That sounds good too. Yeah, and you know what? It's free. The free the 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 free version has what I need, and it can sync across all devices, regardless nice. if it's computer or mobile. So, if you guys want to, you know, convert Screw around with that from yeah. LastPass, you don't want to pay for it. You know, just go to Bitwarden. <laughs> That's what and I did. For, and, and now for easy. LastPass, boot to the head. It's easy to do it too. Even Bitwarden has an article on show you how to export the passwords oh, from seriously? LastPass and nice. then put it into Bitwarden. See? I, I, I followed the instructions and it works exactly the same as I did with LastPass. So able to do auto, like, you no, know, auto and, login or like and, and the that, password. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how the free market is supposed to work. Cutthroat stuff, get customers, steal from other people, make a profit. That's how it's supposed to work. Yeah, and I feel like Bitwarden is going to get a lot of subscribers, to a lot of signups. If not, if nothing else, yeah, or, or at the very least, LastPass is going to lose a bunch of people. To be sure, they'll yeah. just find it. And there are loads of other software. I mean, I mean, apart from Bitwarden, I mean, there are loads of other places. Uh, yeah, 
that are out there. Some are free, some aren't, you know, and I know like for my, my wife actually uses a keeper, I think is what she has. She pays yeah. the monthly fee on it. Um, but you know, she's able to share it with me, shares it, you know, actually pays a little extra for me to use it. Um, but she's able to write it off as a business expense. So it's not that big of a deal for her in that case, but right. like for you and I, you know, we're not using it for, to make money or whatever. It's like, yeah, let's get the free one. It'll be fine. Yeah. We're just trying to manage our passwords. Right. Of course, the, you know, the easiest way to store all your passwords is on a sheet of paper that is completely unhackable. So there's always that option. I'm kidding, dude. I well, I mean, what happens if you lose that paper <laughs> or, you know, well, then I can't help you now, can I? Yeah. Well, I can't help you. I don't write stuff on. Yeah, you know I mean? no, like, that's true. That's true. You know, what if someone goes into your house and steal the paper? Right. I God, that'd be awful. If I actually like write the password in front of the webcam I'm covering up on my on yeah. my monitor, right? They they translate it backwards. I'm screwed. You know, it's. I mean, that's just the NSA. What do they need my password for? So you know, they already have it. Right. Don't <laughs> they? You know, I, I, I get ready to turn my computer off. I say, hey, good night. NSA. They say, oh, good night, Jeff. And, you know, that's like, what? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not. I'm used to it now. <laughs> yeah, but it, uh, it, it was so disappointing to see that from LastPass. I agree. I That, yeah. that is not a smart move. I, 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 I get that they want to earn money on what they're providing, and, and I get that. But the, the software company that is producing it should be making other software that's going to earn them money and, and work for them. I mean, they're and owned by log me in. Oh God. So, really? Yeah. They're owned by log me in. They, they got bought out. Oh, well that might be why then. Yeah. So, it's, Oh, it's okay. Like, well, see, I didn't know that. Okay. That, that, that's an important factor. If it's just whoever the original owners were, then yeah, that, that, that'd be a dumb idea. But now that's logged me and that actually makes more sense because now, well, no, it does because now they'll destroy that software and, or make their own. That'll do what it wants to do. And in theory, make it better if that's even possible. And, and then just I, go from there. Look, the features on LastPass are great. Okay. But yeah, for, well, not anymore. They're not. <laughs> well, I mean, well, the features, like, you know, the actual software itself is good. It's just the pricing of it now is well, well, it's right. different. Well, right. Then you got to separate it from between your mobile device and, and your PC. So mm. that that's just a really bad business decision, which invariably, if LogMeIn has bought out this company and now is running the show, that's why they did it to probably, I would assume, to either make their own or somehow build on it. But you know they should have built this, you know their own software first before they they did that or whatever. I mean they they it was a bad business decision to say the least. That I for sure for sure about that. Yeah, I mean log me in acquired LastPass in October 2015. That long ago? Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. Well, it's been a while. Well, then I got nothing for you. Well, you know, they're <laughs> they're they're pressed and I was like something about like you know to fit more in the digital world or or some you know some corporate. PR nonsense, you know. Right, right. I mean, just say like, look, we want to make money, right? <laughs> that's a that's even more truthful, you know. Yeah, I suppose honest, if you let's be know. honest, well, look, we want to make a few dollars, you know, whatever. You know, we're not making enough on the log me in software that we use, and you know, whatever. But still, I don't know. But you know, I, I mean, when I first la used LastPass, and that's a long time ago, back in 2012. I mean, you've used it too, I'm sure you might have. And not me personally, no. I I tend to remember my passwords. Yeah. I mean, despite I mean, my for advanced work. age, I remember. No, even for work, I actually remember my passwords. Well, okay. Well, we used to work at the same company, and we would, you know, administer the LastPass. Well, see, you, you might need it for that kind of thing. I yeah. only needed one password to get into well, my machine. Everyone, you probably had a bunch of them. 
Yeah, we encourage everyone to use it, but apparently there's one a hole right here that didn't. So. Hey, hey now, hey now. <laughs> there's one a hole right to you, you, buddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, this is why we don't work together. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh yeah, let's go there now. Oh yeah. my god, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah so, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, if you guys are in the using the LastPass free tier, be aware that if you do continue after March 16 to use LastPass, you're gonna have to. Pick one of those two categories, and you're gonna be stuck with it. But you can Forever. alter. You can switch around the categories up to three times per year. But you know, if you want to deal that, with you're that, pretty much done. Yeah, after that, yeah. it sounds like you're pretty. Much if you want to deal with that, you can gladly. If you like LastPass a lot, you could pay for the yearly service. Right. Yeah. yeah. But no, if you're like me, it's like you know what. I'm only one person. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. No. So Bitwarden, yeah. it is for me. Yep. Yeah. So. And, and and just as, as a side note to this, and I think, I think Simon would agree is that there's nothing wrong with paying for software. If you like a software well enough, you should buy it, support the programmers who made it, the company who, who put it out and that sort of thing. There's really nothing wrong with that. But if you're like Simon and I, you're really cheap. Yeah. You know, you look for the free option where you can yeah. find it. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with that either. There's Again, nothing wrong. That's how the free market works. Times are tough, man. You gotta, exactly. you gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. So. And there's definitely that. So thinking about money and all that good stuff, you know what? I, I've been trying to stay on top of how the, this Redditor guy and GameStop have actually been uh, just having a good old time with all that, you know, fun stock price jumps <laughs> and all this. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, it, it blows my mind. So so check this out. So the Redditor in question, who goes by the by the name Roaring Kitty or Deep Effing Value, and yes, effing is spelled out. His name is, his name is Keith Gill. Yeah, I know, right? His name is Keith Gill. Um, who apparently this guy made like millions of dollars on the GameStop stock. And right now he's actually being sued, despite the fact that he's insisted he's done nothing wrong. He is being sued in a class action lawsuit for making exaggerated claims, misrepresented posts, and uh, similar behavior that created the GameStop insane price rise in the stock, right? Right. So, so, so if you haven't really been following up on this, basically this, this frenzy or this, this vast enthusiasm uh, caused the shares value to jump 2,700%, which, believe it or not, netted Roaring Kitty $30 million. That's million with an M, dollars. I mean, I, I, mean, I, it, I don't... It, it, it almost comes off being self-serving. Almost, not quite. But because he was telling everybody, so a lot of people jumped on the bandwagon about mm -hmm. that. And could well have made money themselves if they chose to, to sell, which I would imagine a bunch of them did. I know I would have by a better part of this. Now... This Leo, right now, this lawsuit. The the plaintiff of this lawsuit is a guy named Christian Ovian or or Ivan, I think something like that. He was one of the hedge fund guys ah, who course. short who short invested some two hundred thousand dollars in GameStop stock, somewhere around about a hundred dollars a share. Because I, I would imagine by that time he might have thought it was going to go down or whatever so, was going to happen at that point. So the lawsuit is from the hedge fund guy. Well, it, it's actually from this guy specifically, as far as I read about this. But I, but as I understand, he is one of the, he is a hedge fund guy, so that that's part of it. Of course, so, they'll be suing. They're the one who lost money, and but oh, you God, know, hey, yeah. hey, hey. I mean, like, look, they got played. Oh, right? they, they got so, played hard. Oh God, are you kidding? I me? I mean, like now they're they're crying about it. Oh, totally, they are. So I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, needless to say, when when, when the price hit $400 a share, I mean, he obviously was screwed beyond belief. And, and just so you guys know, if you don't know this, the share value actually peaked at $483 a share. Yeah, that, 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 that week, yeah, I did. Yeah, it was and, astounding. And ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about GameStop here. This is GameStop. This is now, GameStop. For, you know, right. as, you know, it's kind of like, you know, kind of like, the, you know, the pawn stars of uh, our, what are the, the uh, uh, you know, yeah, the, um, the pawn stars of, of gaming. So, oh yeah, you bought that for 60 bucks. Yeah, I'll give it four, four you know, $4 for it. Those, yeah. those guys. Okay. Yeah. When you turn in the games and whatnot. It, so, it was a, you know, it was a business that was going downhill for quite a no, while. Well, no, it, it totally was. So, so check this out. Okay. So, so obviously you can imagine the punitive damages are being sought, but along with this lawsuit, along with this lawsuit, Roaring Kitty just uh, actually uh, yesterday, apparently this all happened yesterday, participated in a hearing held by the U.S. Committee on Financial Services, okay? Mm-hmm. Along with his participation, the CEOs of Reddit, Robinhood, the stock, the stock trading app, and hedge fund companies uh, Citadel and Melvin Capital were confirmed to attend. Now, I did not watch the video myself, so I am assuming they actually did show up for this uh, this hearing, uh, this congressional hearing. Um, and I and it should be on CNET's YouTube channel, so you should be able to find it there. Now, this hearing was supposed to determine that if any bad behavior happened, um, especially where redditors are accusing the hedge funds and Robinhood for stock manipulation by shutting down the trading volume. So you may recall that while the stock prices were going through the roof and whatnot, Robinhood stepped in, which basically is like a, it's basically a day trader app. Yeah, it said, okay, you can only now buy one stock per day, which is categorically wrong in and of itself. And and the only reason really that you would ever shut down that sort of thing or that sort of wild activity is if the entire market does that, not just one stock, but the entire market does that. It's a built-in safety feature so people don't uh, you know, buy and sell in a, a in a big frenzy, whatnot, causing the market to crash or anything like that. Uh, this was actually when the big dot-com bubble happened a bunch of years back. That's why those safeguards are in place. But for Robinhood to actually like stop the trading and, and do it singularly for one stock, in my opinion, is inherently wrong. So yeah, it, I agree. It, yeah, and it's it's really nuts. Now, since you mentioned it, that GameStop was very downhill, and, and you're absolutely right about that. Now, historically, the value of GameStop basically have been getting a slow decline since November of 2015, when it was at $46 a share. Now, between June 2019 to September 2020. The price was under six dollars a share. It had practically bottomed out for what that's worth. I know. And around noon today, when I actually checked the price, it was up at forty-three dollars a share. So, <laughs> it, it's kind of astonishing as to what's really happened here. It, so, go ahead. It is, and you know, it's it all comes down to this. I mean, these guys that are suing are are just mad that they lost money. Yeah, they're, nope, they're, they're because they're cry, they got they're crying like a little bee. They're, that's yeah, what they're crying. They got played they're, they're by crying. just ordinary people that yeah. aren't big stock investors that right. aren't part of Wall Street. You know, they got played by them, and yeah. you know they they need, know, they, they need to suck it up. Is what they they need got to do. they got a taste of their own medicine. They did. They they need to so. suck it up and just accept the fact that they got they got played. You know what? Yeah, it was a couple billion dollars, which for a hedge fund is is a lot of money. I'll I'll, I'll cop to that, but you know what? The stock market in and of itself is a big gambling machine. 
You yeah. gamble a little money. You either make some, you lose some, you work it out. You do the best you can to come out ahead when at the end of the day, the end of the month, the end of the year, whatever call comes out to. And these clowns got played by a bunch of guys who sit in their basements all day, trading memes and making comments and all that mm-hmm. other good stuff. Listening to a guy, this, this Keith Gill guy, who is a licensed investor with a uh, mass mutual, if I recall correctly. And, um, he was acting on his, he, he claims he was acting on his own. He wasn't doing it on behalf of Mass Mutual or whatever, which is all well and good. And he's posting, hey, this is what I'm finding. If you're going to do this, you could do this, you know, buy it here, 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 you know, gave instructions, whatnot. So if you chose to follow it, that's your thing. He didn't exaggerate anything. He knew what he was doing. He's the professional. And he was helping some other people along, just giving out, you know, free advice on what to do. And these clowns got played. They need to suck it up and move on. It's like, wait, my daddy's a lawyer. And he's going to sue your dad for doing this. You know, any of that crap that goes with it. So, you know what? That was hilarious. Good on them. I hope they kind of keep going with that and see how that kind of pans out. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see where things kind of go from there. It'd be interesting to see if they actually limit day trading or something along those lines or what kind of regulations they're going to make to make it harder for the average Joe to invest. That's the thing that kind of bugs me about this yeah. is that these guys get to keep doing whatever they want to do and manipulate the market their own way, as opposed to us poor, you know, clowns, you know, won't be able to, you know, yeah. buy a stock without getting some kind of, you know, triple verification or whatever to actually do it or some crap like that. That's the only thing I could think of. So I, at some point, I might have to actually sit down and actually watch that hearing and see what happened. Yep. And uh, if someone can make uh, cliff notes of it, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be, yeah. <laughs> that'd I'll be work great. on that. Yeah, sure. That'd be great. So, <laughs> let's move on to the next story. All right. What's the next story, Simon? All right. So there has been rumors. <gasps> Not the rumors. Yeah. Of a potential car from Apple. A c- oh, yeah. I've not heard about this rumor. Do tell. So in spite of this rumor, uh, Volkswagen CEO has spoken out and quote, we're not afraid of a potential Apple car. This is an article from Mac rumors. Apple is wildly rumored to be working on a self-driving car internally codenamed project Titan. Apple reportedly began work on this project in 2014 and years later, the rumor mill is in full swing speculating on when Apple will debut its self-driving technology. Speculation has become so rampant that Potential competitors to an Apple car are already weighing in its potential threat to the overall car industry. As reported by Reuters today, Volkswagen Group CEO Herbert D. Dice. How to spell that out? <laughs> D-I-E-S-S. D-I-E-S-S. Uh, probably Dice, I'd wager. Dice, yeah. Said that he's not afraid of an Apple car and that Apple will not be able to overtake the two trillion dollar automobile industry overnight in typical apple fashion the company has not confirmed it's working on self-driving car but believes that the rumors and reports are logical apple has has a expertise in battery technology software and design it can easily utilize all of its proficiency in those areas to create an automobile the ceo Hmm. was quoted saying there's more to this in the article but I just want to focus on what he said, and I know Apple fans. I'm an Apple fan myself. You might not like this to hear this, but I kind of agree because, really? look, going from an electronic business, which Apple is, very to a much car so. manufacturer business, that's a big leap. 
Well, and well, go, on, go on, go on. I, I'm, I'm going I'm to counterpoint you on that that's one. That's a on. big leap. And, you know, it's a self-driving car. I mean, we can't even get non-self-driving car to work right. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Yeah, yeah I know. I've, I've seen the roads, believe me. Yeah, no, yeah believe right me. That. We live in California. We know what we see with non-self-driving cars. It's like, God, what the hell? Yeah. Right? So, I, mean, yeah, I mean, what fun is you know, our, our self-driving cars if there's going to be a car chase by the cops? I mean, what fun is that? You know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't see this as a product that most consumers will be able to afford knowing mm-hmm. Apple. Right. You know, this is going to be more probably in the lines of a, of a Tesla priced level. I, I was just thinking that. Yeah. And more expensive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, but I, <laughs> I, I don't I, like, look, I trust Apple with my computer, but do I trust them with my car? Hell no. Well, let, let me counterpoint on, on that possibility there. You're getting a bunch of basically electronic geniuses, computer geniuses to come up with software and hardware mm-hmm. that would navigate a car. Now, think, now, I know that sounds crazy, but take out the car part of it. You're asking computer geniuses to design a machine, a computerized machine. You're asking Apple geniuses? <laughs> well, okay, maybe, maybe not the red shirts at, at the store, but you get my point. The, the engineers, the, let's say the genius engineers that actually work in, in, in uh, Cooperino, they are the guys who are going to design their hardware, you know, custom make their own hardware, write the software, and actually have it drive a car and have it be able to visually figure out a car, the road, traffic, and all this other jazz. It's not – given now how computerized cars are now, at, at, by comparison of a short 10 years ago, yeah. this, is, this is hardly surprising for Apple to jump in and do something like this. Now, I don't know how successful they're going to be. I, I think you've got a very good point that – it's going to be priced in the in the Tesla range. You know, I, I'm I'm inclined to agree with you given how they price all their other stuff. But God, think of it this way. Here, here's something that just literally dawned on me. You have a massive Apple fan base, you included in this. Yeah. Who are fervent fanboys, fangirls of the Apple product, right? A lot of disposable income might be available for Apple products. Who are they going to sell the car to? Those guys. Yeah. They're legions, and I mean legions of fanboys, fangirls who will buy the damn car because it's an Apple product. But here, here, okay, here's the thing. Upgrading to a new phone every year, that's doable for most people. Right. Upgrading to a new car every year, that's not doable. <laughs> I mean, like, why would I do that? Why, like, really? I'm going to upgrade? Look, like iPhone car one and like iPhone car one S comes out next year. Like I'm not going to upgrade this car I just right, got it last right. year. I just fork over, let's say $60,000. I haven't paid off it. You think I'm going to fork over another 60 just to upgrade? Like it's not, I'm, I'm still trying to buy my next to kid back so I could drive yeah. it with my car. I mean, yeah, like how does it still work? Like the only way I think those work if they Apple partners up, which they've been rumors that they were partnering up with, it was Nissan or Hyundai. Sure. Sure. Partner up with current car manufacturers. Yeah, no. Well, no. I mean, well, why not do it with a Japanese car maker? I mean, they got yeah. the chips that are that are made over in China. Ship the you know ship those chips over to Japan for next to nothing, and then bring the car over. Yeah, no, I I get that, but that actually almost makes a lot of sense from a synergy. Like standpoint. for me, I I would feel more comfortable as like if Apple partnered with one of these car manufacturers that's been in the business way longer than Apple. Right. right, but but just because they're in the business doesn't mean they're competent at it. 
All right. I mean, I, 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 every, yeah, bit, that's true. Every, every car manufacturer runs their business a little bit differently, differently than the other. Doesn't mean they're doing it right. For the most part now, I would say they're doing a pretty decent job of, of maintaining profitability. I will give yeah. them that. They're doing good so far, but I could tell you from my days in high school, I mean, not that I want to go that, that, that far, but if you've ever read about, yeah, I know. If you've ever read about the big car trade wars between the American automakers and the Japanese car yeah. makers and how brutal that got, you know, that's, you know, that can happen here too. It's entirely possible that can happen, but granted, Apple would be competing with other Japanese car makers if they're, you know, partnering up with, you know, be it Nissan or whomever. So I mean, it will, it's it's hard for me to to see how this will this will be purchased by so many people because look, you're gonna convince me. Let's say that you're gonna convince me Subaru fans will buy an Apple car. You're gonna convince me that Honda Civic fans are gonna buy an Apple car. No way. It, it anything is possible. They I, are loyal to their brand. Like Subaru fans are loyal to Subaru. All right. True. That, no, no, I, I will absolutely grant that. I, Honda I, Civic I, fans are going to stay loyal to Honda Civics. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've been, I've bought nothing but American cars like all my life. You know, I mean, they've been different, different makers, but I've, I've always bought American. No particular reason, I just always bought American. Like, and I, I don't trust self-driving cars. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that, that could be a bit problematic because too. that's a problem right there. Like, there's already a problem with, you know, people driving. Yes. All right. So we're gonna have a computer to do the look. Sounds good on paper, but I'm going to tell you, once it gets out on the road, it's going to get ruined by people like people. It's just going to get ruined by people, all right? That's it, all right? That is it, all that, right? that whole That whole human factor just throws yeah, everything just off. just throws everything off, right? It's just like, it's a, a car is a tool, and... So are people. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. No, I mean, like... Yeah, a car, you're welcome, yeah. A car is a tool, and it's 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 it depends how it's being used by people, and right. people use it... You know, for good, but some people use it for to do bad things. Yeah, what well, no, I mean, not I, either I, intentionally or intentionally or not. Yeah, no, no, so. no. I totally get. It. I mean, ninety-eight to ninety-nine percent of the people on the road, pretty y'all, pretty much know what they're doing. They obey the law, the, you know, the law of the road. You know, they don't speed for the most part. They don't, you know, go through red lights or all that other jazz. But you know what? Once in a while, you're gonna get some guy, the one percent, who's you know running from the cops or they're speeding and they do something stupid, whatever it might be. It, yeah. It's gonna. Hey, happen. man, it just take one person to ruin it for everyone. That's entirely true. All right. That's entirely true. One. And yeah. how's this going to, you know, if this come to fruition, like, what, am I going to take it to like some Apple car mechanic and fork up how much money to, to maintenance this thing? Like oh, regular yeah. cars right now is already freaking expenses to maintenance. No, they are. No, they totally are. But but at least now a and lot. And I got to charge this thing too. Like I don't have a giant ass lightning port <laughs> in my house. You know. You you probably could use a regular plug. I I would hope, but I I, I don't have an answer for well, that. Well, yeah. One, good but... luck with that with our, our our own electricity grid in California. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah there's that too. There's... Yeah. Come uh, in the know, summer. It... Yeah. When summer hits. Yeah. Don't f- forget driving your Apple car because you won't be able to charge it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, at least they're not in Texas right now. It's never mind. Anyways, it's uh, yeah. I can't Shout out to Texas. Car. Stay safe, everyone. In yeah, Texas. please. If yeah, please keep this, warm. Yeah. Stay safe. Yeah, we hope. hope I don't we'll know go. when this podcast will come out, but if if it comes out, if you're still in that situation, please stay safe. Yeah, stay safe, guys. Yeah, I, I suppose by Wednesday the weather's supposed to warm up, and and it's you know, we're, we big shout out to Texas. We hope you guys are keeping safe and warm out there, and hopefully your government is going to figure it out and, and get some help out to you guys to those mm-hmm. who need it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we won't talk about Senator Ted Cruz on a plane to Cancun. Anyways, that's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah, right. Next story. Go. Next story. All right. 
this this one's a real beauty and i i was shocked that i came across this i uh, um okay so do you remember nyan cat the meme nyan cat do you know what i'm talking about no the nyan cat that you're probably too young to remember this because is turning 10 years old in april wait i'm too now, young to remember what do you you're mean? too young yes you're obviously too young because it was 10 years 10 years ago no seriously i mean i'm too old to remember sure let's go with that so <laughs> the nyan cat is basically a pop tart with a cat head rainbow coming out from behind him and there's music that plays behind it okay um it was created 10 years ago, released the internet. Everybody ate it up, loved it. If you want to spell it, it's N-Y-A-N cat. If you, if you want to look it up, look it up so at least you can see what I'm talking about. So, so check this out. It's turning 10 years old in April, and the artwork is going up for auction. Okay? I know. I, it's, it sounds crazy, but it's true. Okay, so, okay, so check this out. Okay, so... If you are or if you want to be a patron of the arts, you can actually own a piece of digital artwork and and you can find it at a website called foundation.app. It's actually right now at this very moment as we're doing this podcast, it is actually on sale. Mm -hmm. uh, a guy named Chris Torres, who is the original creator, he remastered his artwork and he is selling it on foundation.app, which apparently is some sort of crypto art platform. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's running for an entire 24 hours a day. Uh, and it already started at one o'clock PM Eastern standard time. So it's uh, about almost five o'clock now. So it's been running nine hours. Did I do the math right? Eight, nine hours now. I'm not so, good at math. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. It, but, well, let's see if it's what I'm not even going to try. Anyways, <laughs> it's been running for a while. There it's been go. running for a while. It's, it's been going for, for about a third of a day. Now, as of this broadcast, and I, I haven't looked it up yet, but when I actually wrote this, you know, wrote up my notes here, I was looking this up. The bid on it right now, since it's using cryptocurrency, it's currently at eleven Ethereum or Ethereum. I'm not sure what what how to pronounce that. It's it's okay. they sometimes refer to as Ether or Ether currency. Um, now, which like just what's so you, that in dollars? I don't know what I'm, in I'm dollars. Not a guy, right? In dollars, that translates to twenty one thousand two hundred and nineteen dollars and eighty eight cents. Wow, no joke. I was now, now, shocked. Is this going to some charity or is just no? It's go it's going to the artist himself, and I'm I'm not blaming the guy for that. It's his yeah, artwork. It's, his art, yeah. it's how he makes a living. So I have zero problems with it. But he redid he remastered the whole thing, fixed up a couple of things. It looks really good, and um, God, it it is an amazing piece of work in and of itself. Uh, but yeah, if you go to foundation.app, it should pop right up in front there, and, and if you get it, should have a current price for it. Uh, but yeah, it was at 11 eth um, Ethereum or Ethereum or however it's pronounced going for just over $21,000. Now the gosh, insane, right? Insane. That's insane. Yeah. But apparently, apparently the, the thing about, about foundation.app and other places like it, that this is where, or the new trend, if you're a, di if you are a digital artist, this is the route to go to sell your original artwork. And here's the, here's the wild part about this. This Nyan cat that he is selling for 21 grand so mm -hmm. far, whoever gets it, it's going to be the only one in existence. He's not recreating another one. He doesn't have a set of them that he's yeah, selling. So kind of exclusive. It's exclusive basically. to the to the guy who's getting it. You know, uh, certificate of authenticity, digital signature. The whole nine yard is going to belong to that one guy who's paying the 11 Ethereum right now for the artwork. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty well, wild. I, 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 I thought that that's was pretty, pretty wild. wild. I mean, I. Who would have thought memes could get like that 
right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's completely insane. Okay, I'm going to look up the price real quick here. Give me two seconds here because I'm very curious about it. All right. It is now. Uh, nope, that's not where I should have gone. I should go to this one. I'm going to do tab. Hey, the current price is 12, 12.1 Ethereum. So that's like 22. That's. $23,493.92 with another 17 hours to go in the auction. So if you got some money to money to burn, foundation.app slash Nyancat, I'm sure it'll lead you there. It'll be right on front at the top of the app. Have a great time. Tell us about your experience if you actually bought it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, so I, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. I, I just, I was blown away by I'm that. I'm just that, like that, amazed. That, I was like, what? That a little piece of artwork that became a meme 10 years ago is now going to sell for like nearly, you know, $23,500. Gosh. It's... How's that, right? <sighs> Too bad I suck at art. Yeah, I know. Same here. Totally <laughs> like same I, here. I can't do anything with art. I can't draw yeah. anything. You know? I, I can't even draw a straight line, even with a ruler. It's horrible. I, I yeah. don't even try anymore. That's art itself right there. Put it up. Put it up. Put it up. Yeah, exactly. Put it right? up on the website. All right. It, it, it's a straight line, but the dichotomy, it really isn't all that straight. It's, yeah. Whatever. I'm suffering as an artist, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So here is our final story. Final story. All right. So this article is from PC Mag, and it's titled "In New Ad, Intel." In parentheses, desperately Ooh. tries to troll Apple's ARM-powered MacBooks. Mm. Apple fans and even PC enthusiasts will likely roll their eyes at the marketing spin, which doesn't address Intel's struggles to upgrade its chip manufacturing. A new ad from Intel is trying to sh- throw shade on Apple's ARM-powered MacBooks but the whole effort comes off as a bit desperate. On Thursday, Intel posted the ad on its official Twitter account with a marketing slogan that takes a direct shot at Apple's hardware. If you can power a rocket launch and launch a rocket league, you're not on a Mac. Go PC, the ad says. And in case you don't know, Rocket League is- PC Master Race, man. That's all I got to say about that. Rocket League is a game that ended support for Mac OS last year, but continues to run on Windows PC. So Intel is basically trolling Apple Macs for not offering the same software compatibility the Windows ecosystem can offer an an age-old argument. Only a PC can power scientists and gamers alike. Intel's official Twitter Twitter account went on to write alongside the ad. The ad itself is... Then linked to an Intel-sponsored video from YouTuber and tech reviewer John Rottinger, which I've seen his channel before, who goes over why consumers should consider Intel power laptops over Apple's ARM power MacBooks. And hmm. basically, it's an ad campaign that's trying to tell you that the latest MacBooks or MacBook Pros or Mac Mini using the M1 chips are not good as their Intel products. And look, here's what I got to say about this. <laughs> no, I mean, never ever, if you ever do, if you look at benchmarks or ads or anything like that, you know, especially benchmarks, never look at yeah. benchmarks from, you know, the actual manufacturers themselves. <laughs> right. They, yeah. They can, you, yeah. You need an objective third person yeah. to do that. I, I agree. Deep bench, like something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
PC Magazine is another one. I mean, it, pretty much, pretty much anybody that's not the manufacturers, that's the way yeah. to go. Like even when Apple does their little keynotes, like this is all fast as this, and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, good, say so. I mean, if you say so, yeah. If, like if you say so, but if I'm gonna test it out, and if it's not, well, <laughs> we're gonna we'll talk about it. You know, if I'm gonna tell my mom. Yeah. You know. But it's like you know, it it's like, yeah, they're taking shots, but it's also like. I mean, you know, when you take sh- these kind of shots, you know, it's kind of telling you that, hey, well, you know, they're kind of panicking or it's like, oh, snap, you know? Well, they're, well they're, they're trying to, they're trying to get market share. I mean, they, they, this is not unusual behavior. I mean, so they're trying to say, hey, we're better than Apple. We're because of this, this, and this. And, you know, they're using they don't this need, chip. They, and, why would they need to get market share? They're already, they're big on their market share. Well, well, it's also in an, it's in an all effort. All like they could lose. Well, well, no, well, there's that. But the thing is, is that, any any competitor, especially you know, for for any product, and I'll just say just for computers or for phones or whatever, you want to do what you can to make the other guy look bad and gain oh, customers yeah. that way. That, I mean, this, so this, this is this is not yeah exactly this, this is not unusual behavior in and of itself in terms of how they're going about this. But the real question is, are they actually better? Who's going to test it? Where can we go to look to get that tested and find out and see if Intel really is living up to yeah. what they're saying? That's it. Like A and Tower waiting for your new chips. Where is it? You still haven't right. come out of it, right? Right. <laughs> now, am, am I remembering this correctly? So that you're talking about the M chips. Aren't aren't the new Apple generation chips going to be the A chips? Am I remembering this correctly? No, they're they're the M's for for, the their M, la- the, for their desktops. Okay, laptops, so the so the M's are the new chips. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I, I heard the right. They're, yeah. they're the ones that they stopped shopping with Intel and they're going with the M chips now on their own to to, to manufacture, right? Yep. Okay, just want to make sure I had that right in my head. They're making their own chips. Right, basically. right, right, right. So, so yeah. It's, um, I, I mean, Should be we got to see. We got to see. I mean, yeah. like, you know, Intel, you got Apple to worry about, but you also got AMD right beside you too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. you got two competitors. Well, well, well each Apple, of them Apple, do have two competitors. Yeah, I mean, Apple's actually made good chips in the past. So this actually, this really could be very competitive to see it and be interesting. To for mobile, for their mobile. Well, no, they no. Never, even, they even, never done anything on their desktops. I'm laptops. sure they had, at least when they first started, I was sure that they had. No, did, they're did, using thought, like Motorola-based chips. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. the Motorola-based chips. That's right. But even then... Yeah, well, we'll just have to see where it goes, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see, see how they, they pan this out. Yeah, I mean, like, so far, those M1 Macs have been getting good reviews. Great reviews, okay. actually. So That's great. Okay, good, good, good. And it's just like, one day I'll be able to get one. One day. <laughs> yeah, in about you know. three years, maybe, when somebody you know, says, okay, I'm done using this one, you can use it. <laughs> no, one day I'll get one, So, because, no, we, we really do need one. Do faster video editing. <laughs> All right, just like so, well, no, no, you're right yeah. about that. I'll, I'll grant you so, that. You're we right we that. we really need one, man. But you yeah, know, but no, we got right. we got to work what we got to work with. You know, right? Exactly. But you know, just you know, just another thing. Like you know, every time when you watch these presentation or you know see these kind of ads, like oh look, who's it from? Like oh look, it's Intel taking shots at Apple or Apple taking shots at other people. And I was like, you know, it's just a perfect example of this. I don't know if it's a perfect example, but. Mm. Every time when Apple presents something like, "Here's our new, our new operating system," and Safari is ten times faster than than any other browser out there. I'm like, okay, I try Safari. You know, the newest version of Safari it still works like crap. So I go back to the old browsers that I'm used to. <laughs> it's like, it's like you said it multiple times that Safari is faster. It is not faster for me. It still sucks. All right, all right. So 
I mean, that's just yeah. my experience. That's why I, you know, I'm a Mac user, but I don't use Safari on my Mac. Zero. Like, right, I, I, right. I got tired of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I've been a Firefox user forever and ever today and whatnot. You can knock it all you want, but it, it does what I need it to do. It works very well for my purposes. If I got to use something else, I could use something else. And, and you know, I, I definitely try to stay away from Edge and Microsoft stuff if I can. And um, I, I, that don't. Don't dump on the new Microsoft Edge, all right? That's that's actually what I'm using, and it's pretty good on the Mac side. Okay. So, I mean, look, if you're gonna say I'm gonna use Google Chrome, it's like, well, guess what? Microsoft Edge uses the Chromium engine, so that's that is true. It yeah. does. So you're basically using the same thing. No, I, yeah. I, I totally get that, but I I've never cared for Microsoft products if I could avoid using it. I mean, obviously, except Windows. But yeah, it, I was like, oh, okay, uh, wait a minute. No, <laughs> like, no, no, what are no, no, no. Look, I I I've been I, I'm a lifelong Windows user. You know, I've, I've dabbled in Macs and whatnot, so I, I have a you know a fair understanding. I am yeah. by I am by texture. All right, all right, all right, let's say you're a lifetime. You're a lifelong Windows Seven user because you still haven't upgraded yet. I'm still, I still haven't upgraded, but I yeah. use, but I, I used it when it was 3.1, 95, 98, and so forth. So I, I, I've used Windows in all its integrations and all, all working all the way up. Yes, I'm still using Seven. Some decade I will go to Win Ten, I'm sure. But either yeah. way, you go Win Ten. It's like, oh hey, oh look, yeah, Win Thirteen. It's updated now. It's, it's outdated exactly. now. So upgrade now. It's like, geez, yeah, 13, thirteen. That's a B. You know. Anyway, so. Either way, either way, my, my thing is I understand Windows really well. I know that they will suck or they do suck or their stuff is crap at times. But otherwise, I mean, honestly, it works, but you will never hear me sing their praises. And I mean, never. So it, it, it's, it's just the way I, I deal with them. I will use anything else but Microsoft if I could avoid use, you know, if I could avoid it. The only other software that I even use that I could think of that's Microsoft based, I use Skype. And I, I and, and already off the bat, I don't like using them because they update like literally every time I log into it. I, I don't use it that often, but I'm always having to update it every time. And I'm yeah. like, okay, you know what? I need to get on a call here, buddy. Let's go. You know, it's like, oh God. <laughs> so yeah. That's it, the it, that's the Microsoft way. Right? <laughs> what, well, exactly. That's exactly it. It drives me insane. So I I am never you're never gonna hear me get on the mountaintop and yell, yes. Windows, Microsoft, screw that noise, man. I, I'm totally happy with Firefox or literally anybody else but Microsoft or whatever I got to use it for. I'm fine with that, but I will deal with Microsoft because that's what I use and I'm okay with that. You know, and, yeah. and you know, it, it, that's the way it goes. So, yeah, that's me. Yeah. More of the story is user experience may vary. Exactly. Your mileage, your mileage will always yeah. vary. And hopefully we can we can actually get some uh, benchmarks on on the M chip versus what Intel's putting out, you know, eventually, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. And see I, don't know, man. I don't know, I know man. I know. I'm with you, man. I, I'm totally with you on that. I, I don't know. I, maybe I don't by know. the time we get those machines, Intel's already gone. I don't know. Right. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, actually, by the time we get those machines, how many chance are Intel bring their stuff out that Apple's already upgraded to the M2s or threes? Who knows? It's like, Damn it! Like, yeah, right, slow exactly. Slow down, Apple. <laughs> right, down. right. Slow Wait for us. Down. Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, I, I'm with you on us. that. I'm with you on that. So we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see. But I, I definitely want to see some benchmarks to see if how uh, the M chip does against Intel's new stuff whenever that comes out. So that that'd be a big one I'd want to see. Yeah. Don't forget AMD. And AMD as well yeah. as AMD for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end today's episode. Thank you for listening. And Thank we you. appreciate it if you guys could subscribe to our podcast using Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, 
uh other ones whatever whatever platform whatever platform you use hopefully we're on there and if we're not please let them know that we that you want us on there we'd be absolutely delighted to be a part of that you know let us know we'll work it out we'll go from there we definitely want to want to get out there and uh, be a part of what you're of your listening experience for sure absolutely and also please check out our youtube channel tech yep. that doesn't bite bite to spell with b-y-t-e mm-hmm. this is where we do troubleshooting tech tips tech review products you know we all sorts talk of techie stuff a lot of the techie stuff and also we review you know wireless carriers you know it's just not at&t or t-mobile or verizon nope there are other ones that are smaller right. exactly so, you know you if also- you want if you want to know how to save some money on your wireless carrier please check yep. out our channel Absolutely. And you can also visit us at techthatdoesabite.com. Uh, le- leave a comment for us. Uh, check out what we're all about. Uh, our blog is posted on there for all the, and links to all our, our uh, YouTube videos are there as well. Absolutely. But until next time, please, everyone, stay safe. Have a nice day. And we'll tune in. Well, you guys tune in next time, all right? <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for joining us today. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>